0: What is up, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here, courtesy of Fantasy Alarm and the Sawdust Podcast Network. Uh, what's going on, Adam? It's been a crazy night. Celtics Raptors was a was a nut job one. Um, I did take your advice and I did a, a, a DraftKings uh, best ball just to just to see what it was like and. Lo and behold, right now I'm in the middle of the Fantasy Alarm Staff League, which you couldn't do because you had another draft tonight.
1: Yeah, uh, two drafts tonight. Um, yeah, I did the DraftKings last night too at like 2 a.m. Eastern when I was in bed. After a long day, I'm like, oh, you know what, let me do this now. It was crazy. It, probably, it wasn't as bad as some of the other ones I've seen. I know a lot of people on Twitter were putting them on and I was just like, this is ridiculous. I mean, some of the players that were falling and the players were going early and I know I alerted you to it, uh, following, uh, the podcast yesterday. Um, but I didn't do an, uh, maybe I will do another one. I don't know, but it was, it was nuts, right? Did you get like a sick team? No, I mean, I, I,
0: it was a, it was a regular, it seemed like a, like a relatively sharp draft. I mean, really, you know, there were a couple of, I think there were a couple of oddball picks maybe early, you know, the, the Pat Mahomes reach the Lamar Jackson, uh, in the first round, but I mean, overall, I can't really say, I mean, I love my team. Do you team. have your
1: team? If I had, my, if
0: I had this team in like a regular season, a league, you'd be, uh, you'd be scared.
1: Okay. I mean, let, oh, let's compare teams then. Do you have yours? I
0: do. I'm sitting right here in front of me. All
1: right. I have mine too. Let's go.
0: All right. Starting quarterback. I have Carson Wentz.
1: I have Daniel Jones.
0: My first two running backs are Dalvin Cook and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Oh my god.
1: I have Alvin Kamara and Miles Sanders.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh my first three wide receivers are Allen Robinson, DJ Chark, and Will Fuller.
1: Uh it's pretty good. I mean, mine are close. Robinson, Ridley, Hollywood Brown.
0: <laughs> my tight end is Hayden Hurst.
1: I got Higby. Uh
0: my flex right now is uh Fournette.
1: Uh mine is Akers.
0: All right. Um do, do, do. All right. So on my bench, I uh I handcuffed Madison uh to Dalvin Cook and I handcuffed Darrell Williams uh to uh to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Other running backs I have on my bench uh are Chase Edmonds and that's it. Oh, Chris Thompson.
1: I have uh Mostert, DeAndre Swift, Damn. Josh Kelly, and James Robinson.
0: Well, that's not bad. That that's yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty solid. People left running back alone there. Um, all right, I uh my wide receivers on my bench, Deshaun Jackson, Emmanuel Sanders, uh Brian Edwards, Marquez Valdez Scantling, and Van Jefferson.
1: Uh, I have CeeDee Lamb, Deshaun Jackson, Brian Edwards, LaVisca Chennault. Yeah, that's it.
0: All right, and then let's see, my second quarterback is Big Ben.
1: Mine is Jared Goff.
0: And my uh, second tight end is Ian Thomas.
1: Uh, I went a third quarterback with Trubisky, and I went two tight ends because I waited, and boy, I had Eric Ebron as my second, so I took Njoku as my third.
0: Oh, all right. Oh, I took Dan Arnold as my uh, my third tight end. Okay. I have him there. Yeah.
1: All I right. mean, yeah, both both teams are pretty good. We have some overlapping players, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive I mean like boy if I could come away with Kamara Miles Sanders in a draft I mean geez I'd probably be uh uh I wouldn't do it Odell Beckham likes but you know I would do something different
0: yeah I hear you I'll tell you what <laughs> I'm drafting in this in this staff league and I'm at the back end of the draft it's a 14 teamer uh and I had the uh what's it. I had which pick was mine 13 yeah um, and, uh, and on the turn, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Miles Sanders.
1: What? Yeah. Crazy, oh, right? Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. Did, so what, it, so are people worried about Miles Sanders now because of this hamstring injury? And okay.
0: I, people are, people I, are definitely exaggerating the concern. I, I am not as concerned as, as everybody seems
1: to be. Right. Look, and maybe I have a different mindset. See, I I play expecting to make the playoffs. So I'm playing the long haul. I don't care if Miles Sanders is limited in week one. Sometimes we have to read what the team tells us. We say this a lot. They have three running backs. They didn't add anyone. So, OK. And, and here's another thing, too. And I heard a couple of coaches say this. They are not going to play a lot of their players the normal snaps the first week. Because I have to think a lot of players are just not in – Great conditioning, yet, right? Uh, especially when we get late in the game. So, uh, even McCaffrey, who a guy who played every snap last year, maybe he plays 80% this week. I don't know. I'm speculating, but all right, fine. If they limit Miles Sanders this week and work in Clement and Scott, I don't care. You know, as long as he's out there and he's playing and it's week one, and even if he's limited in week two, I'm worried about the middle season to the rest. I understand getting off to a fast start, and I'm not going to take five players with my first, like, I'm not going to take Miles Sanders, Mike Evans and Brittany. I'm not going to do that. If I'm right. still drafting, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like for Sanders to fall that late and even Edwards Hilaire, um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's pretty good. Uh, I'd be very happy with that. I was, I was quite pleased. So
0: the first round went, uh, McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliot, Kamara, Cook, Mixon, Henry Jacobs. Those are the first, uh,
1: Wow, Jacobs has really moved up.
0: Those are those are the first eight picks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Michael Thomas went nine. Devontae Adams ten. Kenyon Drake eleven. Nick Chubb twelve. I grabbed Edward Hilaire. and then on the turn uh, went Tyreek Hill and Austin Eckler. So I grabbed Miles Sanders. I feel good Yeah, I
1: him. would. I would have done the same thing if I was in that spot.
0: Yeah. And I mean, listen, I went three straight wide receivers because I think that that's, you know, I mean, the the running back position afterwards got decimated. I mean, there was just, you know, coming up to me, I was like, you know, if I wanted a third running back, I'd be like, uh, you know, okay, so Leonard Fournette in the third round or the fourth round, um, even in a 14 teamer seems like a little bit of a reach. So I kept that uh, wide receiver. So A.J. Brown, DK Metcalf. Uh and then in the fifth I took Hollywood Brown.
1: I mean, I love that start for a 14 team league, man. I really do. I mean, that's really good.
0: I was very very happy with it. And yeah, I mean, listen, the rest of the draft went really well so far. I mean, you know, we're coming back to, you know, I usually, you know, don't leave just the kicker and defense till the very end, but in a 14 teamer I was like, ah, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to sit and try and get cute here uh and do that. So uh, after Brown, I took Marlon Mack. Uh, then I got Matt Ryan and Hunter Henry. I got Anthony Miller. Right then, Chase Edmonds in the tenth. Oh, that that's nice. Yeah, and then Brian Edwards in the eleventh. Um, I got my uh, my Darrell Williams got snaked from me in the uh, in the eleventh. So, um, I the guy who uh, who took him from me. Oh, it's Ryan Hallam. So Hallam takes him from me. Right? I forget sometimes that we're like, you know, talking to a fancy alarm family here. Um, So, Hallam takes him from me. So, what did I do with my next pick? Carlos Hyde, Chris Carson's handcuff. I'm like, there we go. Just straight up deal right now. Carlos Hyde for Darrell Williams.
1: (laughs) Right? So, if you were in his spot, you would have taken Hyde, correct?
0: Yeah. Oh, 100%. With, with, With the fumbling issues and the way that Seattle does like to run. Um, I, I'm definitely. I mean, this is, uh, you know, again, it's about reading situations that that people forget. This is like my my feeling about, you know, all the Ronald Jones truthers. I'm like, if Tampa Bay really wanted Ronald Jones to be their number one guy, right? What would they do? Uh, they wouldn't draft Keyshawn Johnson, sign LaShawn McCoy, and sign Vaughn. Leonard Vaughn. You said next. Keyshawn
1: Johnson, bro. You having flashbacks to oh, your Keyshawn jets- Vaughn? Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I just took Chris Herndon for crying out loud. So yeah, was a little Jets. Oh, you my got mind. Herndon too? Yeah, it's my second tight end. Pretty good
1: squad, man.
0: So you know, so Tampa, like with that, so the Ronald Jones truthers. I'm like, whatever. Chris Carson. Does everybody forget that Seattle offered? Devonta Freeman, $4, four million for one year, right? Which he stupidly turned down like a buffoon. But, you know, so now they bring in, you know, they end up bringing in Carlos Hyde afterwards. Chris Carson's got a fumbling issue, or, you know, he has uh, over the last two seasons. And at some point, Pete Carroll's just going to be really fucking sick of it uh, if it happens again. So, you know, he's got a guy like Carlos Hyde who rushed for a thousand yards uh behind that crap Houston line last year. So, you know, I mean, listen, if I had if I'm a if I'm grabbing Chris Carson, uh, there's no way I'm not handcuffing him uh to Carlos Hyde. So I mean I think he would be smart to do that. But I mean Darrell Williams, like here's the thing. Like with Edward Solaire and the talk about his 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 pass blocking and uh you know that that Darrell Williams will like end up like vulturing like two touchdowns on week one. And everybody will freak out.
1: Yeah, and f- yeah, you're right. They'll freak out.
0: Yeah, so you know that's what that's what he's waiting for. He's like, you know, he's like hoping that that Darrell Williams scores two touchdowns in in Week One, and then he comes back to me. He's like, all right, well, you know, give me Carlos Hyde and Brian Edwards. Like that's that's the conversation that that's going to happen. Yeah, like, and that
1: nope. that won't happen either. You can't. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't even think Williams is that talented. I mean, it's really just he's in a good spot in that system. I mean, we kind of saw him last year a little bit. Wasn't very impressive. So. They might use him a little bit more this week since it's the first game for Edwards Hilaire. But again, they drafted him last pick of the first round. You heard Andy Reid make the comparisons to Brian Westbrook pretty lofty comparison. And he was not prodded either. It was something he just said. So uh, yeah, that's the thing. And we'll probably talk about it a lot next week. I'm sure it'll be a big theme uh, right after the first set of the games are over. It's just, you got to be patient, man. You know, this is going to be a very weird week one. We're going to see a lot of things that we're not accustomed to seeing. There'll be surprises. Guys won't play as much. It's the first week. It's yeah, it's going to be sort of like preseason in a way.
0: It is going to sort of be like preseason, and you know, and I think that that's um, you know that that uh, you know I was just talking with with Craig Mish about it uh, earlier on the uh, on the the wager alarm live stream, just talking about. He's like, if you are going into football, not understanding like what happened in in baseball in MLB, like. What are you doing? Um, you know, if, I mean, if you don't think that something like what happened with the Marlins or what happened with the Cardinals uh, isn't going to happen, um, then, you know, it's you're, you're, you're kind of nutty. You're kind of nutty. And it's uh, it's it's not, you know, I mean, we're going to see some crazy shit go down. We are. It's not, you know, I'm not trying to say this to be like a negative Nancy. What I'm saying is, is that I just expect that we're going to see, you know, a ton uh, of stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of inevitable. I mean, baseball has kind of turned the quarter now. We really haven't had any issue for about a week. But we've seen several teams, the Cardinals, the Marlins, the Mets, the A's. So, fortunately, they have been able to play this season. But, I mean, the Cardinals were out of action for a long time. Uh, The Marlins were out for a while. So, we've been very – I mean, this preseason, even though there's no games, I mean, there's been hardly anything – related to COVID. I mean, Raquel Armstead, a um, couple players pulled out, but uh, unless they're hiding it and not saying it publicly, I mean, it's been pretty good. Now See, what's going to happen? I think
0: they are. I think they're, I think they're hiding I, a bunch I, of I stuff. wouldn't
1: be surprised. Yeah, you're, you're right. The NFL is, you know, obviously wants to be in front of stuff, uh, positive PR spin. You're, you, you, I wouldn't be surprised. They probably are not revealing everything.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, and they can sit there, they can turn around and they can be like, well, HIPAA laws prevent us from, you know, discussing or announcing, you know, who's got COVID and who doesn't have COVID. Um, you know, if you look at what the, you know, the news and all the stories that broke uh, in MLB, they were all broken by beat writers first. Uh, you know, and I, I think that that's, uh, you know, one of those things that that baseball and football now are going to end up hiding behind, just saying, well, you know, we're not allowed to say it. So, you know, we're we're just not going to talk about it. We're not saying that, you know, oh, He's out, we'll, we'll give you a reason. You know, he's out for a personal reason. He's out with, a oh, his hamstring's tight. I think that's, you know, kind of what we're seeing right now.
1: It could be, and they don't want to scare people away and make it seem worse than it is. Wait, wait what? I said they could be doing that, not to scare people. Right. And, yeah, and they, they don't want it to make it worse than it is. If you start hearing, oh, well, there's two here, there's three on this team, you know, then people are gonna be like, oh, no, here we go. There's going to be no season, so they probably are doing that to, you know, create less panic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, because, because it's a business and if you keep telling people that you're going to have it, you know, fans will be there eventually. And oh. this is how we're starting off. And, you know, don't worry, football's going to happen. They're selling all their, you know, they're selling all their, their, their cable packages and, and, NFL ticket. they still got all this stuff that they got to do. they're they're invested. I mean, that's the thing. NFL, I mean, it is a business. It is a powerful, powerful business. Uh, and then that's you know, I mean you just have to understand that, you know that aspect of it. They're going to, you know, I mean listen, baseball, yeah, we had those those problems with uh, with the cards and the uh, and the Marlins. Right, we had that little bump in the road with the uh with the A's and the Mariners, but nothing nothing to the point where it was like, oh my god, this person got it and is dead and now they're shutting everything down. Like we're not getting any of that. Um, and fortunately, it hasn't gotten to that point at all. Um, but, you know, I think the NFL uh just wants to keep it as quiet as possible just to, you know, it's not just, you know, it it's also has to do with You know, that yes, we're going to play the full season and we're going to do this. But I mean, businesses that are reliant on, you know, on the NFL having a working season are also like, yeah, don't don't put the panic in everybody. Don't put the fear.
1: Probably the right move. I kind of like it. (laughs) It's
0: keeping us going right now, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Keeping us It's
0: keeping us afloat.
1: But I do think and you would probably be a better uh, confirm this it feels like a lot of people have kind of just crammed in over the last week or so. Like I think a lot of people waited to the last second to go. okay, they're going to play. Uh, yeah. Let's draft now. Let's get in leagues.
0: Yeah. That's definitely what's, what's happened. That's a lot of what we've seen, um, you know, throughout this whole thing um, is that, yeah, we've, I mean, the, the, we, we could see it in sales. I'll say, say yeah. it right there, we could see it in sales, the spike that, that it took, you know, one of the things that, and I'll say this also, we, you know, it's not a it's it's not a business ploy to increase sales or whatever we we showed genuine concern for people and we said listen if you if you get the 2020 season with us and they don't have the season you're good for next year you're covered we'll take care of it we're you know we're, we'll you know we're not going to we're not going to double charge you for a season that didn't happen and we were very reassuring about that i mean that was a priority for us to you know, for our our subscribers to understand, we're we're all in this same shit box together. Like we're all there, and everybody's struggling, and everybody's hitting hard times. Um, and if you're not hitting hard times, well, then that's great, and power to you um, for for making that happen. But you know, we wanted to do that, and you know, I think that you know that kind of connection that. You know, reality aspect of it. I mean, that definitely people are like, ah, you know what? All right, we are. We're getting close to the season. Season's gonna start. I don't want to be left out in the cold. I don't want to be the only guy in the office who's not doing fantasy football this year. And uh, and lo and behold, here we go.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's definitely the case. I think there were a lot of people who weren't sure if the season was gonna begin. They didn't see any preseason. Now that they're like, oh wait, the season starts. Uh, okay, yeah, I want in the draft.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and that's definitely what's been uh, what's been going on. So you know, listen again, you know, it's uh, we're, we're all supposed to we're, we're all supposed to be having fun when we play fantasy sports, right? We're supposed to, yeah. There's there's side money and everything like that, but this is like this is supposed to be something that we get enjoyment out of. And with the given state of the world right now and what 2020 has been for the majority of the world. Um, you know, I mean, we need a little something, we need a little smile, right? We need a, we need a a max entry into the Millie maker and, and for one of us to hit it, right? That's what we need right now.
1: Oh yeah. No question about it. I mean, I think it's, it's huge for everyone. I mean, morale, you know, and people have been trying to fight through things and we've had a lot of normal things taken away and something that we're used to this time of year is watching football Thursday night, Sunday, all day, Monday night. So the fact that there were we are going to get that is just uh, tremendous and can't wait for it.
0: Can't wait for it. And we're not going to wait for it. I'll tell you what. Let's talk. Uh, well, before we get, start talking about tomorrow night's uh, can't well, t- you, by the time you guys are listening to it, it's tonight. Thursday night football, Chiefs, Houston. Uh, the, the over-under is 54.5 right now. That's the last I saw it. Chiefs were favored by nine, I think, on the FanDuel Sportsbook. You could, uh, you could, you know, take Houston with nine and a half. Um, so should be very, very interesting there. But before we do that, I want to jump over and thank our sponsors over here at uh, Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site you should definitely be playing on, especially if you like prop games. Here's why. <laughs> do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyNightFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnightFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnightFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and esports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. Bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing. Win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh pay the bills. <laughs> All right, Adam, Thursday night football. It is uh it is here. We are we are ready. Let's let's talk about this game. What do you think's going to happen?
1: I think the Chiefs win, but I think Texans keep it close. Uh, I think they're going to cover it here. Um not a strong feel. I don't know if I'm going to play the game. Uh but we have seen, you know, the, let's not forget in the playoffs last year, Texans opened up a huge lead. Was it twenty-four nothing? I think right Yeah, it was that 24 playoff Twenty-four
0: nothing, game? and then they got their asses waxed.
1: Right, and I actually put the uh, the live money line on the Chiefs when they were losing, and parlayed it with, uh, I guess, what was going on at that time, some NBA, and and hit the parlay because um, obviously you got good odds on the live money line for the Chiefs when they were down. I just like I, I know this offense, man. They're just gonna come back and just put up points. I mean, they did it the year before. If you remember the AFC championship game against the Patriots, remember they were down and that game went to overtime and the Patriots won the kickoff and scored. If that, if they didn't, you know, the chiefs were winning that game. If they got the ball first, there was no doubt. Uh, so yeah, I mean, look, I think the Texans have a a good offense. Uh, they could be without Brandon cooks dealing with a quad injury, but they got Cobb, they got Fuller who's healthy for now. So enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we'll see how David Johnson looks, but I think he's got a good matchup against those linebackers in Kansas city, which did struggle against the run last year too. So uh, I think the uh, Texans could keep it close and and they could lose by seven here.
0: Yeah. I, I thought the line looked a little big, but you know, all of a sudden, you know, I take a look at that and I think about, you know, what's their defense looking like and you know, what improvements they did make. Um, you know, no Brandon Cooks tomorrow, or maybe no Brandon Cooks tomorrow. I think he's going to be a game time decision. Um, as far as like from a, from a DFS standpoint here, uh, do you play showdown slates? I don't usually play showdown slates. I
1: typically don't.
0: Yeah, me neither. I kind of feel like it's a lottery scratcher. Um,
1: you know, yeah, I mean, it's if, like if finding to... that one uh, under the radar guy that either has a big game or is cheap and, you know, has a, a touchdown.
0: Yeah, that's that's Darrell Williams. That's Darrell. It
1: could be. I mean, Come don't on, you think they'll have Durrell. some type he's of ownership? Gonna like,
0: he's going to have like 30% ownership.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I mean. I mean, it's probably going to be a guy, uh, uh, not a McCall, McCall Hardman maybe, but he's kind of, people love him. Um, Watkins. I mean, I don't know. There's so many options in this game. That's that That's why. I mean Kenny Stills would have Kenny Stills would have been a guy but now if Brandon Cooks is out then uh, he will get some ownership as well. Maybe Duke Johnson. There you go. Duke Johnson like scores a touchdown, catches three passes. No, no one. Plays no,
0: you're thinking more like Darren Fells at tight end. Oh, there
1: you go. That's a good one too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's that's a good one. Uh, any thoughts on the over under? Man, it's such a high number, man! They had 82 points in that divisional round, so uh, and then in the regular season they had 55. So, uh
0: <sighs> no preseason, kind of different schedule, sort of thing. I mean, do they really? Do they come out slinging the rock and 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 playing that game again? Yeah, lean I towards the under. I'm You know, I tend to lean towards the under at the beginning of any season anyway, right? I look at this game here, you know, Thursday night. I mean, what was the last, like, I mean, what was last year's opening Thursday night game? It was supposed to be a big one and it wasn't, right? I mean, they've been, like, the, the there have been good Thursday night games. Yeah,
1: pay, wasn't the Patriots Chiefs, the Kareem Hunt game, wasn't that a high scoring game? That was like two, that was three years ago, maybe? Yeah, it was like three ah, years I, ago. Yeah. Kareem. Yeah. Cause this is what Kareem hunts fourth year in the league, I believe. Right. I think yeah. So. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I kind of lean towards the under, but it's scary because you could easily see in this game be 30, 30, 27, 34,
0: 24. Yeah, you could, you could no doubt, but yeah, I'm missing. I'm, uh, I, I, you know, if I would, if I were taking this game here, I would probably, I would bet it on, uh, on FanDuel Sportsbook and get, take Houston plus the nine and a half. uh, And I would just probably sit there and and take the under on the 54 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I lean that way. Under money money line is, uh, is minus 115. So. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like, I don't really have a strong feel in this game that I'm, Definitely put in something. I think some people are just so excited football's back. They feel like they have to bet the first game. I've always said, like, if you just don't have a strong feeling, you don't need to play it. Uh, Don't be someone who says, well, it's a game on. I have to put money on it. If you Look, if you have a strong (laughs) conviction, go ahead. But if you're like, yeah, I'm really not sure. But it's the NFL. It's back. I want to put you you got a ton of games on Sunday. So, uh, you know, just enjoy it. But some people just have to put something on a game. I don't. Sometimes I just know, you know what? I'm really not sure I'm going to sit back and just uh, enjoy this one.
0: There you go. There you go. All right, I think that's the perfect way to put it because I know I'm going to sit back and enjoy myself. Uh, you know, tomorrow as soon as I get off the air off of the Fantasy Alarm Show, yeah, I get this. Uh, I get to sit and watch this game. So, um, big thanks to everybody. We're gonna we're gonna jump on out of here uh, nice and early tonight. But big thanks to all you guys for uh, for joining us here. Uh, Adam and I again will be back uh, tomorrow on Friday. We'll give some thoughts to that game, and maybe we'll even give a, a couple of uh, early early line looks uh, for what's coming up on uh, on Sunday. So, Adam, as always, a pleasure, my man. And uh, I know you got to hustle off to a draft right now. So, best of luck to you.
1: Thanks, man. Always a good time.
0: All right. Well, again, thanks so much to everybody. Thanks to Shannon Blunt, our producer and editor. Big thanks to Sawdust uh, and, of course, Fantasy Alarm. For Adam Ronas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.